drainage area flows through DeSoto, Manatee, All and right. Sarasota counties. Today then is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. It is 4.03 p.m. We're in the city chambers. I call on road and drainage district meeting to order. Uh, commissioners present, Mr. McDowell, Commissioner Langdon, uh, Mayor White is running late, Vice Mayor Stokes is here, and Commissioner Emmerich. There's a quorum present for this meeting. Also present, City Manager Fletcher, City Attorney Slayton, City Clerk Faust, Police uh, or Fire Chief Titus, and Deputy Chief Morales. And I am looking for a motion to approve the agenda. Second. And let's vote. Passes four to zero. Uh, City Clerk, do we have any public comments? We do not. Oh, then I am, we have consent agenda. Um, has anything been pulled from this consent agenda, City Manager? No, Mr. Vice Mayor. Good. Any public comments? Then I'm looking for a motion. Make a motion. Make a motion to approve the consent agenda as presented. And we're voting. <clears throat> All right. Matt. Commissioner McDowell. Lightfinger. And that passes four to zero. General business 24-0136, discussion and possible action regarding conducting a traffic study analysis for the area around Allen Bay Drive. I'm looking for any commissioner questions, conversation. Um, this is... This item was requested by Commissioner McDowell to be placed yeah. on the agenda. Yeah. You may. Um, so thank you, Vice Mayor. Um, I put this on the agenda based on the conversation and discussion that we had during the um, January 9th commission meeting when we were talking about all the developments that were happening on Talon Bay. Um, the RV park, which was approved, has uh, approximately 458 spots, you know, pads for RVs. We approved a storage facility for about 69,000 square feet. But there is existing property on Talon Bay, the subdivision, which has 225 residential um, units. We have an existing storage that is not in the city limits, but uses Talon Bay, and that has 309 square feet. There's a Save-A-Lot right at the corner of 41 and Talon Bay, and that has 81,000 square feet. And we also approved way back a gas station um, that is at the corner of Talon Bay and 41 across from the Save-A-Lot. It's not just a gas station. It's supposed to have some kind of a commercial entity with it. Um, and that is about 130,000 uh, square feet. So with all of that commercial property and residential property at the very end, uh, there was concerns that I felt I heard from my fellow commissioners about the impact of traffic on Talon Bay, the <coughs> safety of the residents being able to get out um, and in with the RVs and all the vehicles. 
So I just thought that a conversation was warranted since we could not discuss it at that time to have this conversation to see about conducting a traffic study for the entire length of Talon Bay with all of the proposed and existing businesses. And also, and I know FDOT would have to get involved, so maybe that's not part of the conversation, but uh, 41. So that's why I put this on the agenda and I look forward to a conversation with my fellow commissioners. Anybody else? Switch your screen and we'll see names. Oh, Commissioner Emmerich, I'm sorry. Uh, this is for the city manager. Um, city manager, who would be place the burden on the cost of this traffic study? The city, sir. And this is not part of the development plan that has been approved for Talon Bay. So they've already met their burden approved for traffic studies. They have. For that area at this time. Yes, sir, they have. Um, my main concern is, is it's, it's hard to predict what's going to happen out there until it's actually happening. And I would much rather save the cost until we do have a problem arise because you really don't know what's going to happen in DOT. We cannot do US 41. So we're basically just doing that one drive going into Talon Bay, which you can guesstimate all day long, but until it's factual and you have traffic moving in there, I, I don't foresee a problem at that point. And has our traffic engineer in-house looked at it and what might of his recommendations be? I think what we looked at was the potential cost of the project to do the, what's being requested, which is I think approximately ten to $12,000, but I don't believe our team is recommending for the process to be undertaken by the city. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? Here comes Mr. Chuck. Yeah. Before uh, Mr. McDowell, before I uh, before I let you go, I I would also like to comment that um, while ten to ten twelve thousand dollars is ten twelve thousand dollars, and it's not you know a hundred dollars, it concerns me that with so many things going in on Talon Bay Drive. I, I know, you know, to wait till all this is built out, these various projects, and then first commence a study. The process, I mean, the, the folks there and the businesses there will be living with, I mean, I don't, potentially an, a mess on that road. Um, there's going to be an awful lot of activity, and the only traffic analysis that's been done is really an analysis based on a similar project that said so many vehicles would come and go and at what times of the day they would come and go. But that didn't consider the other things that will be developed and do exist on Talon Bay. And and that's a concern. It's a, it's a, it bothers me only because of safety issues primarily. I mean, you know, we, we've got a project that's going to, the mayor is in the house. <laughs> Welcome. And so for that reason, I'm leaning towards wanting to see it just because that road may well need to be widened and it wouldn't be a terribly bad idea to start that process earlier rather than later. I mean, that seems to be other than stormwater management, which we know we're on top of, the, the, the road issues are 
are a concerning issue and people are going to be traversing that road at night in the dark back and forth there will be people in that project to bring their bicycles who will ride up and down that road out to 41 and i mean i lean towards wanting to see it and i think the citizens in that area would like to see it and sooner or later it needs to be done anyway but i would like to hear what mr speaks has to say uh, chuck speak public works director and and i understand your concern but understand that when those other vacant properties that have been uh, been approved for whatever project that may be going in there when they come in and they bring their plans They're going to have to do that traffic impact statement as well And they'll have to take into account the ones that are already there So rather than look to the future and say what can be there and do a study on This that or the other when those other developments actually come to fruition They'll do that traffic impact statement and that will tell us whether we need to do a full-blown study and As it develops out, it's kind of a stair step. So one will trigger the next study. So this one may not have triggered that need for that study, but the next one, when it goes in, could possibly do that based on that trip generation. Thank you. Okay. And that would then not be the burden of the city to pay for. Yeah. Commissioner um, Langdon. Uh, thank you, Vice Mayor. Um, just a few questions. Um, does a traffic analysis start with the current activity? Does it sort of evaluate the counts before the new development goes in? So it, it evaluates what's the actual, what the roadway volume is at that time, yeah. as well as what the trip generation uh, numbers will be for whatever type of development that goes in there. Okay. Is it accurate to say that traffic studies are based on vehicle count and not necessarily the characteristics of the vehicles moving through that road. What, I, what I'm really poking at, and I think I mentioned this when we discussed this at our last meeting, you know, one of those motor homes with a car attached is probably worth five vehicles. And if it's only counted as one or two, I think we're understating the impact of that traffic flow on that road. So is there any, was there any allowance for the size and length of those vehicles going through when the RV park did their traffic study? That's a good question. I, I don't want to guess at it. I mean, we get these numbers, as I said, um, based on the type of use. So I don't know if they average out size of vehicles. I'm not sure. I mean, we can look into that question, but I don't, I don't want to guess. But these are, these are numbers that they use nationwide for, for triggering these studies. During that conversation <clears throat> at our last meeting, it was mentioned that the other little driveway on the other side of Save-A-Lot <clears throat> could possibly or was going to be used as a point of egress, potentially, for those RVs. Would it be possible that that road would have to be improved, I think, but would it be possible for that road 
to also be a workaround for people living in Talon Bay to avoid any kind of schnarls, potentially. I don't know that, don't know that those two would, would connect up. I don't mm -hmm. know that it, I would have to look at a map, but I, just from recollection, I don't think you could align that to allow that access from Talon Bay. So that road could not be improved so that it bypassed the RV development and I would have to see a map now. I don't want to again I don't want to guess yes. at it um, I'm not sure that that's even a city-owned road it may be a private drive for that development right so our, our what we would do to that could be you know would be very limited what say we would have and what what went through that road or who owns that, that road I'm not sure okay thank you I yield Vice Mayor. Commissioner McDowell. Yeah, I'm a little confused. You were saying that the developers, when they bring forward the development, will have to do a traffic impact study. All of the DMPs have been already approved, and the traffic impact studies have already been done or found to be de minimis. Those, each one of those developments have already had those traffic impact studies done. For example, Racetrack had theirs done 2018, didn't know anything about an RV park. So how could they have included something they didn't know? The RV park has 458 spots. And for however they found it to be de minimis, I, I will never understand when we had to have 180 units could have a turn lane put in elsewhere in the city. So how are they going to be doing a trafficked study when everything has already been approved and development is moving forward? I don't, I don't understand what you were saying. That's what I'm questioning. Right, and I, I would have to defer is to- Is our traffic engineer Elena. here? No, ma'am. Well, that's odd. This, this was not- Something for the traffic engineer. He he already has told you his professional opinion on this project. It was de minimis. No, I'm not talking about a specific project. I'm talking about the entire length of Talon Bay. It's not a specific project. It's for the entire length of Talon Bay, collectively. So in his professional opinion, we do not need a traffic study at that location. I have if not. If the commission decides to go against the professional's opinion, that's the commission's right to do that. When was that? I'm sorry. That's I, what we're here for. <clears throat> okay. Well, granted, that's what we're here for, right. but how did the traffic and engineer weigh in on something we're discussing now about his professional opinion about not needing a study? He weighed in on that when, when we had a discussion about the RV park. Okay, and that was for the RV park, not my understanding it wasn't for the entire Talon Bay area. I can help. Elena Ray, Director of Development <laughs> Services. When developments come in, they are required to do a traffic impact statement for their development, for the impacts that their development causes. Um, so that is what each of those developments did. The traffic impact statement has to be reviewed by the engineer for the impacts of that development. We cannot hold a developer to anything that another property owner is doing or impacts that another development may be causing. So yes, they do have to be looked at independently. The engineer 
by state law, by court cases, and by our code can only look at, um, when they're looking at a traffic impact statement, they can only require a study, a, tr a full traffic study, if the impacts from that specific development are not de minimis. And there are very specific <clears throat> calculations and triggers that determine whether a project is considered de minimis, meaning that it is not a significant increase. So there are very specific traffic count triggers that, that would cause a project to not be de minimis. If it, is, if it does not hit those triggers, it is below that threshold, the project is deemed de minimis, and we cannot require a traffic study, a full traffic study. That's for each individual project. We cannot require a developer to do a study for the entire area if their project is de minimis or for impacts that are not related to their project. If the city chooses to do a full traffic study for that area, then that's completely within the purview of the commission. But on an individual basis, we can't require a developer to do that for us. Commissioner Emmerich. Okay. okay, don't go anywhere yet, but I have a question when it comes down to, let's say this traffic study takes place and then there's changes that need to be made through that. Who does that burden fall on? That would be the city. So if it says, hey, we got to go four lane down through there, that cost factor is on the city to that change be, that roadway. And, that would be and on we the don't city. even know if it's a private road or our road. So, Talon Bay is ours. Talon Bay is ours to the entrance of Talon of to the entrance of the Talon Bay development. Okay. Good. I'm good. Thank you. I guess I'll ask the very simple question. You are our subject matter professionals in this area. Do you feel at this time we should do this traffic study on the whole road? Or do you feel it's something that we should wait and see as these projects get developed and not kick it down the road, but pick a, a later date to maybe review this? I mean, you guys are our experts here. Well, I'm not a traffic engineer, and I don't claim to be one on TV. <laughs> but, um, but it might be, I mean, there's pros and cons to either. Um, it might be more beneficial to wait until the developers put the improvements in that they are planning to put in, the turnaround, um, those types of things, the turn lanes, to see what the impact is, because at that point, the um, we would have the ability to do a study on the real-life um, impacts of it. Right now, we're dealing with numbers and calculations based on um, the, the traffic engineer's, um, you know, uh, manual, <laughs> trip generation manual. Um, so once those improvements are made, then if we were to do a study, it would give us a real picture of what's occurring at that time. Um, it's, it's, on the other hand, you know, if the city wanted to do it now and found that there's already a need, that's the other thing, is that we can't, 
we can't hold a developer to improvements that are already needed before the developer comes in. So if Talon Bay needs something done to it right now, we can't, that's based on current conditions. We can't force a developer to pay for, uh, to fix something that already needs to be fixed. Um, but we can, we can make the developer pay to do improvements that are an impact of their development. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a balancing game um, in the professional opinion of the city's traffic engineers. Uh, we didn't need additional studies for these individual developments. Um, at this point in time, if we did a full study, I honestly don't know that it would give us much different guidance um, until that area builds out a little bit more. And Commissioner Langdon. Rather than a full study, is it feasible to look at the current traffic plans that have been done already for that area and adding them together? So that is, when they do traffic impact statements, they take that into account. So they do look at, you know, what's the impact of what's there already? Um, and what's the impact of what's been approved. Um, these all happened around the same time, so, <laughs> you know, it was kind of see who got in the gate first, but um, I don't know that the, I don't know that the study or the numbers, we did a, a TIS, I don't know that it would be much different from what we already know. Our engineers are capable, they, they do add those numbers together and see what the impact is. Um, collectively, it doesn't really look much different or any different than it does on an individual basis. Okay, thank you. I yield. Commissioner McDowell. Yeah. The whole purpose of me putting this on was to have the study done to confirm or deny everything that you're saying that is kind of subjective. And we have to plan this kind of stuff. And if it proves, if it, a study proves that nothing needs to be done, then we put that on the shelf and it's done. Traffic impact studies are done all the time based on incoming proposed projects that have been approved on what's existing, what's coming down the pipe. That's how they're done. And if it proves that there is something that needs to be done, because of the collective impact on Talon Bay Road. It's a one-lane road. And that's what is the biggest concern of mine and the residents at the meeting. Um, we will be able to plan in the future for any expansion using impact fees, because that's what they're there for. That's what all the, the developers pay for, is those impact fees to widen that road or do whatever is necessary based on what the engineers and traffic people say needs to be done. Um, I, staff is saying it's a ten dollars to $12,000 cost. And I understand that it's not budgeted for this year. It's not, I'm not requesting this to be done immediately. 
this is something we can put in the budget for next year and it'll take probably another year for that study to come back. By then some of the developments might be happening and this way we can plan appropriately instead of waiting until we have a hellacious problem potentially on Talon Bay Road. So. Mayor White. Yes, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for, for taking over <laughs> and doing what you do. Um, uh, Commissioner McDowell uh, actually answered some of my questions here, um, but Talon Bay Drive is not a through road roadway. It doesn't lead out. So the, the people that we're talking about are those who live in Talon Bay, I'm assuming, because that whole area is is zoned for commercial development, and we have developments that have gone there, correct, already. And um, so I, I personally, I don't see the, the need to do a traffic study for the whole area. Um, I just keep thinking of we're trying to predict the future and don't really know what other developments are going to impact as a whole because they haven't come online yet. And as uh, Mr. Speak said, each development has, is responsible for their own impact, study, traffic impact. That's it. And we can't require that for them to predict the future. Uh, and then also I'm thinking, well, what would be the expected outcome uh, if this study were done that these don't, we don't approve um, developments? Uh, I, I don't know. I just have a lot of um, hesitation about about this. What would be the, the point of doing it? Um, so that's it for me. Thank you. Take one more swing at it there, Commissioner. Yeah, there's no more developments coming in on Talon Bay. They've all been approved through that whole roadway. Um, and those impact studies were done based on that particular development. But now we have, and unfortunately you missed the little bit of a beginning right. that I gave, but we have <clears throat> so much traffic going to be on that road from the uh, subdivision to all of the things that we just recently approved and then all of the existing development that already is there and you put that all together, we don't know what it's going to look like because each one of those developments did their own traffic study or statement. They've all paid impact fees, regardless if there's a through road or not, the people in Talon Bay, those residents <laughs> all paid impact fees, transportation impact fees, city impact fees. And the only ones that didn't pay any impact fees is the existing uh, storage, because that all went to Sarasota County. So this is one of those things where five years from now, people are going to probably be coming forward and say, what are you doing about Talon Bay? And we we have the opportunity to spend $10,000, $12,000, $15,000, do a study, have it done, so that way then we know for sure, do we need to plan this or don't we? Planning roads takes a very, 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 very long time. Hello, Price Boulevard. So I, I just, I, I really think this is necessary, um, and it'll be interesting to see 
the final comments from my commissioners. I yield. Uh, do we have any public comments? And I am looking for a motion. I'll make a motion. See how it flies. I'll make a motion to have the city manager include a traffic impact study in the fiscal year 24-25 budget to collectively study Talon Bay um, traffic's impact collectively. I'll second it for discussion anyway. Not that we haven't discussed it already. Um, the one comment I guess I'd make um, is at some point in time, we're going to have to do, um, I believe, I believe once these businesses mm -hmm. get up and running there, it's going to be an issue. Um, do we want to do, I mean, Commissioner McDowell makes a good point. It's going to take, it wouldn't be till next year anyway, and then it'll take a year before it's done and we get it back. I mean, it puts it out there far enough. I wonder if that's enough reason to pull that trigger now. It also sends a message to the community and to those folks that we hear what they say, we hear their concerns. It is a one lane road. I personally had the concerns myself. It, 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 these are huge, huge vehicles that are not going to be making turns from one lane. They they are going to be even with, you know, the the turn lanes. They're going to make them wide, and you know there are going to be issues on that road. There is no doubt in my personal mind. There's going to be concerns. I have concerns that there's no lights on the street. That's another subject. So, I mean. I don't know that it's the worst thing in the world to make this commitment now with, you know, the fact that it may take a good 24 months before we even know the results. Commissioner McLean, uh, I'm sorry, Commissioner Langdon. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been going back and forth all evening as people have spoken. I was inclined to do the traffic study now but I'm really beginning to question, given the length of time it would take for us to do it, what do we really learn over what our traffic engineers know today? Concern number one. Concern number two is construction could very well already have begun on those developments and Let's just say, for the sake of argument, we felt the road needed to be widened. We certainly can't do it while construction is going on. So it seems to me that we would be sort of in the same spot if we just wait and see how all of this unfolds. Um, $10,000, $12,000 in the scheme of things is not a huge amount of money. That's not my concern. It's what will we 
what will we really learn that we don't already know? When will we know it? And is it in enough time to really have an impact on the construction flow of those multiple projects? I think we'd have to, if we determined that we had to widen the road, we'd be doing it after all that construction anyway. So what have we really bought um, in doing that study? So I'm currently inclined to not do it. Um, although our traffic engineers better keep a close eye on how things are going um, on Talon Bay. Uh, and I, I do understand the concerns of the residents, and it would be, it would be very positive to send them a message that we're listening. But I think it, if we can communicate to them that the city is prepared to do whatever it needs to do to improve that road um, in time for it to relieve any impact, then I, I would hope that they would be comfortable with that. Um, so I just don't think, you know, it, it won't provide us with a crystal ball in terms of what the cumulative impact of, of all that development will have. So that's it for me. And Commissioner Emmerich. Yeah, uh, Mr. Speaks, can you come on back down again? This one's for you, a couple of them. We'll get your steps in before the end of the evening, sir. The question I have is what funding would be used for this traffic study? Would it be the impact fees? Can't use impact fees for the traffic okay. study. It would have to be out of uh, 107 Harbor Road and Drainage Account. Okay, that, that was one thing. Now, number two, when we talk about the timeline on if it's in the 24-25 budget, and then we're looking at a possible two years before anything was can be done with that traffic study is that correct statement two to three years uh, are you asking how long it will take us to get the study to complete? get to that study so if if we you know if we're waiting a year on the budget sure okay how long after it's in the budget would it take to do that traffic study we could do an RLI and and probably within a month or two have that study started have it with an engineering firm Okay, now my other question is, in this construction of the development, do you have any types of date on when they're going to be construction and completion on that RV park? Is that going to be within that time span or after that time span? And I have a reasoning for this question. I, I don't have that information. I'm, I'm, and if I can just interject, I'm, probably our, our study would take about six months. So... I don't know that they would have that developed in that time frame. Okay, because that's that's where I'm getting at right now. If we did it now, I don't feel it's a benefit for us because we, I would say at the uh, year and a half from now or whatever the case may be, and we find there is no problem because everything's developed, then we can yank that money back and say, hey, we had it earmarked, but we're not even going to have those numbers a year and a half from now to see what type of impact is there. So I'm still on the waiting game until the development is done. I don't mind earmarking money and setting it aside, but if by the time we come to do that study, the development has not completed itself, we're still at 
ballpark one right now. And that's where I'm getting at. And that's why I'd rather wait until the completion to see if there is a problem with all the changes and everything that they've done with the turn lanes and, you know, all the development plan stuff that we had seen. So that's why I'm, I'm flip-flopping on the time here, but I'm, I'm, I'm still in favor of waiting. And that's why I want to see what the real impact is, not by going by questions and conjecture, you know, so that's all I had, Vice Mayor. Commissioner McDowell. Yeah, don't go too far, Chuck. Traffic impact studies are done using a whole array of methodologies that I don't think any of us up here could ever understand. And it is done way before any development happens. They, they do studies to see what the impact of that development is on the road network before any construction happens. And then we take that study and use it as a guide and as a template for when they go to develop. You, developer, have to put in a left turn lane. You, developer, have to have um, widened this part of the road. You, developer, have to do all X, Y, and Z before they do development or part of their development order. Is that a fair statement? I was trying to track you. It sounded fairly accurate. Okay. So can they do a study with existing commercial and existing residential and all of the proposed things that are happening on that road to give us a big picture using their fancy books and fancy methodologies now? We don't have to wait. We can prescribe a study with whatever factors we want, but we won't capture what these other developments are going to do as far as improvements until we have those. So if the other developments along that, that corridor are going to change something adjacent to on their property adjacent to Talon Bay, if they're putting in turn lanes, if they're doing anything like that, we're not going to have that captured unless we, we sort through and we lock down what they do. Why couldn't you include when a developer already is required to put in a right turn lane or a left turn lane or extend the stacking lanes? Why couldn't that easily be included in the, the study? We can if we have those to look at. Well, we do. We just approved it all. <laughs> the requirement was approved, but the designs have not been. Okay. That's part of That's the fair. MAS That's process. Fair. And during the MAS process, sometimes we'll say, you know what, this, this turn lane needs to be moved back 50 feet or forward 50 feet. And the placement of a turn lane can greatly <laughs> impact the stacking ability and the deceleration times. So those types of things will be worked out with each of those projects during the MAS phase. And as <clears throat> Chuck said, Things can change during that time. Um, so we wouldn't be able to build those in until we lock it down in the MAS and know exactly what those features are going to look like. It also give confirmation as to what needs to be done, Absolutely. too. It would be a confirmation point yes. also yes. that our study says this, especially if construction is going to happen for years down the road. It could. The only thing it wouldn't be able to do is... Um, take into, if we do it now, it wouldn't be able to take into account the exact locations mm -hmm. and the length of turn lanes. 
um, <coughs> which which can be crucial on the traffic on 41 and how it slows down and moves into that site. Yeah, I'm, I'm not including 41 on this because I know that's a whole different big animal that mine is just on Talon Bay. A traffic study would have to take into account the, the turn-ins and outs on 41 onto Talon, onto Talon Bay and off of it. So it would they would have to do some study on on that um, area of 41, that segment of 41. Thank you. And Mayor White. Yes, I have a question for the city manager just to, um, for my notes here. It, we have a traffic engineer. Is that the first traffic engineer we've, we've ever hired, we've ever gotten in the city, like a traffic engineer? He's a transportation engineer, yes ma'am. Right, okay. Yeah. He is the first. Yeah, he's the okay. Um, and so uh, my comment is that um, the value, the expertise of the people we hire, and if this we hired somebody who I, I assume is getting a fairly nice salary and he says it's not warranted at this at this juncture, I, I really feel that that is what we should be going for. I mean, who am I to, to question a civil engineer or a traffic engineer? Um, and again, just going back to, I, I don't see how we can have a study that's based on predicting the future of, we don't know what's going to happen there. So that's the end of it for me, Vice Mayor. Well, we have a motion before us. If city clerk could read it back, that would be much yeah. appreciated. To direct the city manager to include a traffic impact study. Thank you, too. Okay. <laughs> To direct the city manager to include a traffic impact study in the fiscal year 2024-2025 budget for the collective study of Talon Bay traffic impacts. All right. And uh, that was seconded by myself Great. for conversation. So uh, we have no public comments. Then let's vote. And that motion fails four to one. Uh, do we have any other general public comments? Then it is 445 and this meeting is adjourned. <laughs>